What's up, everybody? We're here on another beautiful summer day in Texas for another episode of DNG Sports. I'm here with my boy D. This is your boy G. We got some UFC. We got some NBA. Yes, we got sir. some NFL. Okay. And some underdog fantasy bets. Oh, that's new. Going that, over that's new. game two of the NBA Finals. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's going to happen? Stay tuned. Stay tuned. We're going to talk about it more. First things first, we're going to get into UFC as usual. Uh-huh. All right, so Talk going to back me. to fight night from last night, you had Volkov versus Rosenstrike. What happened, it, bro? It was a quick finish. What happened? I actually had Volkov winning the fight. Yep. I didn't make a prediction on TikTok of this. I'm only really doing that for the pay-per-views. Yes, sir. But go, I, I do think I will get into doing it for the fight nights, too. This, it's just... Ah, so many fights. Yeah, so many fight nights, bro. And and the pay-per-views are way litter. Like I expected it to be Volkov taking the dub. Yeah, but I expected it to go longer. I don't think that it was an early stoppage. I think Herb Dean made an appropriate stoppage. Herb Dean Rosenstrike got that five piece with a large fry and a large coke. Was it his knees? He they folded. He fell. He was getting away. Because Volkov knew he was getting a stoppage. Like, to me, that would have... I don't think oh, it would have been any different question, 10 seconds Question, later. bro. Was it a mid chicken Or was it a chicken sandwich? It from, was like, a, Popeyes? It was a McDouble <laughs> with some chicken nuggets in the middle of it. Ooh. He just got pieced. Oh, he got pieced up pieced like up. that? Pieced up. Pieced up. Oh, my. But that fight, man... it. It was entertaining for while it lasted. Frozen <laughs> Strike definitely got some big shots off, but not enough to put Volkov down. Volkov, a legend of the game. Uh, I love the fighter that he is. He's one of those yep. guys who will go out there against anybody. I think that the last loss to Tom Aspinall for a guy his age could have discouraged a lot of people. Yeah, but he yep. went in there and I beat agree. another top. 10 guy. So, <laughs> very happy for Volkov. Very happy the heavyweight division's picking up some steam again. Yes, sir. Uh, the co-main event on that fight, there's an undefeated Mavzar. I believe his last name is pronounced Evalov. I could be wrong on that. <laughs> but he fought Dan Ige. And Dan Ige is a fighter that I really like. I, I watched him in some wars. And it, it, I, just... it went differently than I thought. I didn't think that Mavzar was going to be able to Dominate like he did nine takedown on sixteen attempts. And Crazy man! Over a, almost a hundred different in the strikes. I, I thought Dan Ige would definitely keep it a lot closer, and I think he actually did for the first two rounds. The first two rounds, Dan Ige got some big shots off. Mm-hmm. It was going not as bad as it did in the third, because in the <laughs> third he just he was gassed and he, he just he got steamrolled, depleted. He did absolutely. Uh, and the the problem with it was is both guys had tremendous cardio, but the he just could not stop that tank takedown. What yeah. what an amazing takedown too! Like every one of them, he was just he'd pick him up, throw him, or he'd trip him up. Just beautifully, great, great technique. Definitely a huge competitor for the future in the featherweight division. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, another fight from there. Uh, Ode Osborne, man, is on a winning streak, and man <laughs> looks for real. Finished the fight in a minute and one second uh, against a former champion in another uh, promotion. I'm yeah. sorry, I couldn't think of the word. Promotion, uh, uh, black belt karate champion, 
it, amazing. Not a great record, four and four in mixed martial arts, but Ode's definitely gaining some interest. Uh, he's an looking unorthodox good, man. striker. He, he's looking promising, man. Uh, and that's what I love about these fight night cards is you get to see a lot of those guys who you think, wow, they could be a top five competitor. They could top be a 10. top ten. They could potentially be a champion. This guy's amazing. You really get to grow and learn a lot about these fighters from the fight nights, not just pay-per-view after pay-per-view after pay-per-view. And that's honestly the reason that I don't do the TikToks as much for the fight nights. Y'all yeah, let man. me know if y'all want me to. Yes, sir. I will, and it's not too much time or anything like that. It's once a week. But the real thing is a lot of, I feel like the fan base maybe doesn't know as deep of everybody on these fight nights. Uh, if y'all do, definitely let me know, man. Yeah, if man. y'all want me to check it out, I'll give y'all my predictions any fight. Hit, a, hit us up on Twitter at DNG Sportsman, capital D, lowercase n. TikTok. TikTok, DNG Sports. Hey, we're always responding to messages, man. Our messages are open for a reason. And the last fight I'm going to talk about on there, Alonzo Minifield. He fought, I believe it's Askar Mozarov. And Mozarov, he, <laughs> they both <laughs> came out with some shots, but Mozarov could not stop Minifield's takedown. He absolutely dominated yeah, him on the takedown. steamrolled, man. Took him down, slammed him down, and then elbowed his lights out. <laughs> it was absolutely beautiful. Alonzo Minifield is picking it up at a tenacious pace. I really enjoy this young prospect. I think that he could be... Top 10? Uh, I absolutely 10? think that it's possible. He's a light heavyweight, and that division is... It hasn't seen a lot of success, success. recently out of young prospects. I would really like to see him get a, a good ranked opponent and... See what happens, man. See what happens. Yeah, yep. I, th I think his talent is there. His relationship with his coach is there. I like it. I yep. like it, man. All right. We're done with UFC. Yes, let's sir. Let's go ahead and get into some NFL NFL, action. yeah. Let's go, let's go to NFL. Today. We're going to save the NBA for last. We usually go UFC, UC, NBA, NBA, NFL. NFL. But tonight, we're yeah, going to start gonna, off with the NFL. Yeah, man. I mean, because there's not a lot of breaking news, but, you know, we've seen a lot of controversial topics. AD. Uh, yes. How you feel about Aaron Donald saying that he could possibly retire? <laughs> I mean, Donda, Don, bruh. He, I, I don't know what I would do if I was in his predicament. If I'm being honest, you're already looked at as a top three player of all time in your spot. Um, you have a ring to show it now, and now I guess all it is is about the money. At I, the end of the day, I think it's about the money because you have accomplished really everything, and your numbers already can debate you against Lawrence Taylor. Reggie White and Lawrence Taylor yeah. are the only company you can really mention Aaron Donald's name in. Mm -hmm. The man's a three-time defensive player of the year. Yes. Uh, a Super Bowl champion, and the only person that I've seen take triple teams as well as well, he does. Yeah, man, and that's what, that's what I was thinking about earlier before we started the podcast. Like, he does so much... Uh, for the old, the defensive line, rephrase that. He does so much for the defensive line, and he frees up more people than I've ever seen. Like from one person, that's the that's the like the epitome what you want out of a D tackle, man. The problem with if the Rams lose Aaron Donald is 
it's almost like losing a second quarterback. Yep. Because that defense is completely built around what Aaron Donald can do. Mm-hmm. You have guys in positions because you know Aaron Donald can occupy two to three guys at the offensive line. You know Aaron Donald can be a great run stopper and pass rusher. You know these things. So you don't have to strengthen the rest of the D-line as well. You don't have to have as big a guy yep. on the edge. You can run a litter Floyd off the edge and also have him help in pass coverage if needed. Mm-hmm. You you can do these type of things. You can put Ramsey on an island and have him shadow people. You don't have to run a zone. But whenever you're having to rush five guys to make up for not having Aaron Donald and being able to rush three you have a problem because you got to put Ramsey in zone, which is his specialty, is man. To me, he's a great shadow corner. Nobody really shadows as good as Jalen Ramsey. I agree. And I agree. It's it's hard whenever you're really going to just switch everything. And I understand Bobby Wagner makes that a lot easier because he's a great run stopper. He's a great run but stopper, do you, and he can play do you a pass. Count on, do you count on Bobby Wagner at his age and uh, uh, a new system to run 17 games and keep the defense at the same level as Aaron Donald. I don't think you can, but also I feel like Bobby and Jalen Ramsey, that's good enough to still make that defense a contender. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So And like the problem is too is Donald's only making 14 million, 14.4 14 million. or something like that. Yes. That's when you see guys getting twenty million a year or eighteen, and and you're the top, you're viewed as one of the top three players, regardless of offense, defense, position, position in the well, whole yeah, NFL. Then yeah, you, you want to get you paid. want the big money. I understand um, it. My thing is though, if he was to retire, I don't know. He said he felt at peace at the pot on his podcast. Um. But I don't honestly, like, the same thing with Tom Brady. I don't honestly know what you want to do, like, after football. Because you're such a household name. You're so regarded as maybe the best player at your position. So, it's going to be hard for you to make that transition into broadcasting. It's going to be hard coaching. It's going to be that hard position. So... That's my only thing about it. And Aaron Donald, you either like Lawrence Taylor better than him. You either like Warren Sapp or you like, uh, what's his name? Reggie White. Reggie White better than him. Honestly, in my opinion, I didn't grow up with him. So, my opinion, Aaron Donald is the best I've ever seen of all time. Because that's the best player I've seen on defense of all time. He's one of the best game changers of this generation, that's for sure. Yeah. Reggie White, man, is, to me, he's one of those guys, the the Reggie Whites, the Michael Strahans, the Warren Sapp, mm-hmm. the, those kind of, the Lawrence Taylor, those type of guys. And Reggie White did it for so long. He did. He had 13 sacks, then 18, 18. then 21, 18, 11, 14, 15, 14, 13, 8, yeah. 12. Phenomenal for so long. His last two, two of his last seasons in Green Bay, he had 11 and 16. Yeah. To me, there's probably nobody I'd put above Reggie White because he was a hall, he's a Hall of Famer, 13 Pro Bowls, 8 All-Pros. What did but Reggie White he, play? Defensive end? Defensive tackle. Defensive tackle? Yeah, and he is, to me, he's a two-time defensive player of the year. 
and a three-time UPI Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, and, and I see what you're saying. Like, I just my thing is, I have to see it to believe it. And yeah. you can watch review. Same thing, like with the Magic and LeBron debate. Um, you have to be there to live in times like that. So my whole ordeal. When old heads say that MJ is the greatest player, okay, that's the best player you have seen in your lifetime. That's not the best player I've seen in my lifetime, personally. Replays and everything does not do it justice of what he was doing when you were growing up with him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's an energy you get from yeah. the time. And there's the same thing with, like, Steph Curry. Kids are going to say he's the greatest of all time when they start when they start growing up. If they pull this one and another one, there's definitely an an argument for him to be top five. Yeah. If he gets five rings and has done what he's done, three MVPs, and he potentially changed, gets another MVP even. And he changed the really game, man. Changes the he changed the game, too. He may See, I saw Stephen A. Smith said that he didn't change the game and that MJ actually changed the game for the worst. No. I was like, his, his argument was... MJ changed the game to where everybody wanted to be like Mike. So it became more of an individual sport than a team sport. And it's like, I see what you're saying, but to win a championship, every team that does it in the last 20 years, guess what they've had? A team. They've had that superstar with a good... Some of them didn't have a good bench, but you know what they did have? They had a superstar. They either had LeBron James... (laughs) They had a Steph Curry, a Dirk Nowinski, yep. a Kobe Bryant, a Kevin Garnett. Yep. One of these guys. Preach, man. Hey, I'm just going to say it. MJ wasn't nothing without Scotty. But let's get off that topic, man. He said, <laughs> not me. NFL uh, about Aaron Donald. Going back to that. Uh, Aaron Donald, yeah, man. Um, If he wants to chase the sack record, that's really the only thing I can see him doing to change, like, just better his numbers. Basically, that's all he could do right now. Uh, I, I mean, that. what's your opinion on, that, on what, that? What I could see is potentially, okay, he's getting older. Yeah. So he does understand that. I just his, think he wants liability also. I think it's that and a mixture of the guys, uh, Micah Parsons, Miles Garrett, these younger guys who are coming up. TJ Watt, who's in his prime right now. (laughs) All of them, both the Bosa brothers. They're just, they're going to do so much. I don't think, maybe it's a scare potentially that he doesn't want to get lapsed and then lose some of that credibility. I don't think that that can really happen. I don't want to say it can't happen because I think last year, I may have noticed, I would say, a little bit less from Aaron Donald than some of his, like, defensive... Previous? He's amazing. I think he's amazing and the best defensive lineman who's had the longest streak of being the best I've seen probably in my lifetime. Yeah. And I, I don't think he's better than the Reggie Whites yet, but I do think that... He is he's one of those guys. A, he is a top that. five yeah. defensive lineman of all time. I would say he's probably three or four. And I think it's kind of crazy though, if he goes before JJ Watt. Yeah, because JJ Watt in his prime was arguably going to be the best of all time, but yeah. he got injured. To me though, it, there's three. There's probably 
five guys who can be in that discussion, and it is Reggie White, it is Aaron Donald, it is even J.J. Watt. Let's not forget how many defensive player of the years he had as I well. know, but it's... It's the past that's it's the yeah. present and the you know his JJ, career. See, this may be what he's not wanting to happen. Yeah, this I, might be what Aaron Donald doesn't want to happen because there's also guys like Michael Strahan, Michael, yeah, Warren Sapp, that Lawrence left Taylor, when, that left when he would they were still at almost a peak and they didn't let their career, yeah. you know, just you have coast to make away. a decision with yourself. Yeah. Do you want to be seen in this category and possibly go to jump these last few guys on the list? Or do you want to stay in this other category? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a hard decision. I don't even think that's what's going on. I yep. think it's a possibility. What I truly think it is, is he just signed with Donda Sports. And I think Donda Sports probably talked to him and was like, hey, you have you deserve, all the power yeah. in this situation. You deserve more money. You, they won the Super Bowl. They're in a big, they have a big salary cap in L.A. Big, big, big. It's... To, to me, this is something that the owner has deep pockets and you can get your money because you're not making top money. You're the top player. And if he retires, that hurts them, but it does nothing to him. Yep. He rides away with top five of all-time legacy, a Super Bowl ring. Mm-hmm. He's happy. He is, man. But the Rams have a lot to lose here. They do. So I think Donda probably talked to him and was like, hey, <laughs> let's just play a little game. Yeah. And, and honestly, I, I don't blame him for it. He deserves to be either. the highest paid lineman in the NFL. No question. He does. And I like the move for Aaron Donald, but I don't think we have to worry, guys. I don't think we're going to see Aaron Donald retiring. We will see him on a football field next year. Oh, yeah. And I'm 99.9% positive. I that. agree. I think we're going to see him on the football field also. But I feel like it's he's going to miss OTA. Well, I think he's already missed OTAs. And he might miss a little bit of training cup just to prove a point. But I think they're going to have a deal coming I, in soon. I think they'll have a deal. And shout out to Donda Sports, honestly, signing Jalen Brown and signing Aaron Donald in a mm-hmm. 24-hour window. Phenomenal. Yeah, it is phenomenal. Yeah, bro. They're doing really He's got good, that money. Man. He's got that money. Yeah. That's that bread, bro. Yeah. But yeah, man. Um, here's another topic we can get into. Deshaun Watson. I hate when we talk about this. I know. <laughs> I know. We we both love him. The pain. Probably not as a we love. How do we rephrase this? We loved Deshaun Watson as the person and the football player. I love what? what I've seen him do on a football field. Yeah. But if he's guilty, guilty. of anything, yeah. he's being accused of. He's, he, he shouldn't he play anymore. Him. And that's um, coming from somebody who just traded our whole future away <laughs> for a quarterback. Quarterback. But, man, he got a 23rd case pending right now. What's your thoughts on it? It's a 23rd. It's And his lawyer said, <laughs> I don't know if you want to say this, but. Uh, his, <laughs> he said, and his, I quote, a happy ending is not, not illegal. Yep. And I just feel like when you're trying to fight 23 civil suits of women calling you an abuser. That's going That's a terrible thing. It's terrible. How stupid are you? Like, how, how stupid do you have to be? Like, it's like, it's not technically illegal. It's like, there's a lot of things that aren't technically illegal. It, it, it's like, if you're... 
if your dog <laughs> runs onto somebody's lawn, lawn and kill in, in like tears up their cat you know <laughs> when your dog gets back they can report your dog yeah it, it, yeah it's like it's crazy um and you know he's had some of the women women i said weenie weenie i said woman go on like big talk show hosts like on hbo plus i mean hbo mats youtube they're on fox news man they're speaking out on my mans way harder and they said like him getting paid all that money was a slap in the face for him so i they're civil now um i don't know what the nfl is gonna do but i feel like they might make a how do i put this they might make an example out of him i feel like they could now especially with the 23rd one civil case going on now and uh, I I could see him bringing down a year suspension now. Back then, after the criminal charges and all that was behind us, I didn't think it was going to be more than six to eight games. I didn't either. And I, I'm kind of realizing how dumb probably what I just said <laughs> about the dog attacking the cat was because that's definitely illegal but that's just where it puts my mind honestly it's like how do you if you're a lawyer why and this is coming from an angry Cleveland fan now it's like why would you say that and it's like if he's saying that does that mean Deshaun actually did it and if Deshaun actually did do something he never said he did I know he never said he did That's and well, not but good, but you know what else? <laughs> inappropriate to these women. Yeah. Then I want him off the fucking team. And then Wait, I'm going to look him at off the team. If he fucking sexually assaulted women, yes. 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 Uh, no. But you know the Browns ain't, can't give him up now with the contract. If he assaulted women, like if he gets found guilty, go ahead. And the civil and charges or the he it's not criminal. I agree that it's not criminal. But morally, is a person who yes. is just strongly, strongly hates anything, anyone who at any time take advantage of a situation and do something that a woman did not want. Yeah. I just instantly I off that. my team. I don't care how much money it costs us. Then you look at Andrew Barry. $240 billion dollars y'all are going to eat in dead cap. If it Please com- explain to if me. If it comes to that... <laughs> If he gets found guilty, then yes. But I've said that since we traded for yeah, him. Yeah, I yeah. love his talent, love his potential, think he's amazing. If he gets found guilty of assault, he's got to go. Or if he, I don't even know what, what it, so the lawsuit itself, now uh, the civil cases, it is. It is basically, okay, a civil case is basically you versus them. Yes, I, the, I know that. And they're, it's gonna either come with a fine or a something fine like that, or, or a how do it? It will not be nothing. Will go on Deshaun Watson's rate record at all in a civil case. But what I don't understand is what is the charge for the civil case? The civil case probably. How do I put this? If you uh, touch someone, touch someone in public, they can sue you. That. Don't like you. Yeah. They could sue you for yeah. a lump sum amount of money. Because what it sounds like to me it, is basically the charges a, 
a it, fine and your name tarnished yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I understand, like, what the premise of the charge is. I didn't know what the exact yeah. charge was. It feels like somebody who is, like, your boss at an office yeah. takes complete advantage of your boss and is like, hey, do this or this. Yeah. Like, it that's feels like what that's what is. the charge is. And if he's guilty of doing something like that, I don't want that kind of person leading my The only team. thing that when you get into, like, the judge justice system and all that it's he says she said let's see the text messages let's see the phone calls I so agree. um with that being said the criminal charges is a very i'm sorry i keep bringing this up but the criminal charges at the end of the day the judges looked at it and said there's not enough evidence in our book to say that he needs jail time he needs it on his record, yada, yada, yada. And see, so, that gives me a positive thought. If yeah. in a criminal case there wasn't any charges brought forth, that gives me a positive hope. And I hope that he did not do anything completely out of line. And I hope that he, I hope it wasn't what it seems with these 23 accusations. I want to see him back on the football field. Before this, he was viewed as you a, know, a model upstanding citizen who did a lot yeah. of charity work. He oh, just yeah. donated a lot back to Houston after they traded him. He, took he Cleveland, just did that. And he took Cleveland uh, the his Bahamas to the Bahamas, man. Everybody Rolexes. Yeah, so uh, about that, I agree what Deshaun Watson is doing. If you're non-guilty and you believe in your soul heart that you're non-guilty, keep fighting it like he's doing. I agree. So, uh, I mean, it's the same thing with... It's basically deformation of character. So, um, we'll see about how these cases go. Um, I have heard news um, that with this 23rd one, it was basically the same company. So, it was like the same thing. He found her off of Instagram and he messaged her. She was a masseuse or whatever. It's the same one, and you're hearing the all the stories. Is basically he finds them off of Instagram, he looks at them, DMs them, they come and massage them, and yada yada yada. Things happen. So at the end of the day, man, we'll see what happens with them because there was a plea deal. What I'm just seeing this <laughs> now. Reportedly, a twenty fourth civil suit is going to be brought against Deshaun Watson and it's also being reported by Sports Illustrated that Deshaun Watson's lawyers say Browns quarterbacks meetings with the NFL are over so we'll see man Uh, I do not know what the NFL is going to do because that's a lot of money and a star player I think they're going to bring down the, the gavel on them so I don't there, I don't know, man. But at the end of the day, his image is tarnished very badly, and he will not be looked at the same at all. It's also been reported by Pro Football Talk that apparently Deshaun Watson gave five thousand dollars to a spa owner to help her business. Huh. So, with stuff like that, man, you you don't know. You'll never know the true story of what 
what happened to promote with her. all of them. And she's not accusing him of anything. She yeah. just says that he was a nice guy and paid her five thousand. Yeah, man. So you'll never know what's happening, bro. It's it's crazy. I just think it's insane that we didn't hear about any of this either until after the trade talk started. Yeah. It's because he got paid, man. <laughs> it's because he got paid. A big conspiracy, he, I've big seen. Big conspiracy is another one that they're adding on women, like, through... Women are hearing about it and just adding on to it. Well, not even that. I've seen that. I, apparently, a big cover-up conspiracy was that originally the Texans' owners were covering it up. And then when he requested a trade, they had no reason to. I don't want to believe that, and I don't think nah. that's true. I don't think an NFL franchise would be covering something for a player. I feel like that would just put them way too much money and vulnerability for one player. Yeah. So And they could void a contract for something like they that, could. probably. So I, I completely think those rumors are false. I've been hearing those, and they were really making me kind of uh, sick to my stomach maybe a little bit. Yeah. So... That's we'll, just my take on that. But we'll see what happens with him, man. Um, I hope he plays football again. I I don't think it now with more cases pending. He, but I also seen with this so many cases pending. There's actually a chance of him playing this year. Yeah. Uh, the beginning of the season because the court system. Well, not the court. Whatever the system is that does civil cases. We'll just keep going for a certain amount of time to get all 24 now answers. This is kind of, it's kind of crazy too because the criminal charges being resolved means he's not going any jail jail time and there's not enough to prove that he needs a penalty for any major heinous crime like a felony. Yeah. And so what's amazing to me is he's cleared his name of any wrongdoing to that extent. Yeah. So what is the civil suit to me? It, it's got to be... Basically character, man. I think... I is, like It's his, kind of like an, a, a character attack. Yeah. Now. Yeah. It's just a character attack. Um, So we'll, we'll see. Uh, It's basically, like I said, the character and like... I feel like the women really felt the type of way with the criminal charges was uh no criminal charges was founded and then he got paid 230 million the most ever by a player so <sighs> it's uh i think they got slapped in the face and i feel like you know you don't know the full story of each person's side so yeah that's at the end of the day and that- you don't know how many plea deals he could have took yeah how much how many times they probably offered him amount of money to give them and he was like no y'all already ruined my character y'all already ruined my image i'm not taking this we can keep going until i die basically what i what i will say is that i always say when we end finish talking about deshaun watson i love 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 his potential on a football field but if he's guilty of any of these crimes yeah done instantly out needs to be gone yeah but Innocent until proven guilty yeah. is how it is supposed to be. It until is. a court system finds him guilty, guilty, I will say he should be on a football field. Me too. And that nobody should question him. Um, The only thing is, I feel like another thing, 
Calvin Ridley was gambling. They gave they had spent him for the whole year, a whole season. But, but also he betted the on thing, his team. The, that's also, a big no no. Even though he betted for him to win, yeah, it's a big no no. Also, the thing that Deshaun Watson has, he sat out last year. He could use. That's a and, and he missed but out on the, the problem with that is they will use that against him is because he wasn't on the exempt list. The Houston Texans True. weren't playing him though. Yeah, so we'll see, man. We'll see. The, that's a very sticky situation that you know. But moving on to game two, game two of the NBA finals, man. You got your boy G here in gold. Uh, you got your boy D over here in some slimy green. Slime. Oh, <laughs> B. Hey, that green, nice. What happened in game one, though? What uh, happened in game one? Fourth quarter. Fourth quarter, yeah. 40 to 17. Yeah. Absolutely destroyed. Yeah. Steph Curry came out Fired. hot. Hotter than the sun. Hot. Six threes in the first quarter, I believe. Hotter than... Finished what? with 35 points. Hotter than a ghost pepper. Man was on fire. How they, doesn't that worry you, though? What really worries <laughs> me is I don't understand why he got pulled so early. Uh, late in the game. I don't know. Because he got pulled... At the beginning, beginning, at the end of the third, yeah. I believe, and then early in the end of the fourth, like mid-fourth, somewhere mm-hmm. in that time. Why are you pulling the only one who is pulling any points for your offense? <laughs> I do not know, man. Uh, to me, like, there's Kevin Looney's not going to be the answer. Jordan <laughs> Poole, as you've said, looked shell-shocked. And He's scared. Clay Thompson. I absolutely he, love Clay Thompson. MIA. The Say best it. catch <laughs> and shoot artist missing, we've seen in quite a in while. Action, man. He is be- debatably the best catch and shoot I, right next to Ray Allen. I get Allen. that, man. I get that all. He's amazing, even though Steph is by far the, the best, best three point shooter yeah. we've ever seen. Uh,. I just don't think since he had so long off, he haven't I got his feet since underneath his injuries. Him. He hasn't been that same killer. No, he can still go out there and drop a huge number and do great, but it's not going to be every night. Nope. That's why this development of Jordan Poole is so important. And if Jordan Poole can't be consistent, <laughs> then it's going to be a problem. <laughs> Andrew Wiggins right now is kind of the only one who's Helping. been a very stable option. Mm-hmm. J- Draymond Green, as Steve Kerr has said before, He's is the best engine. player in must-win games. He's he the is engine. the worst player <laughs> in boring games. Boring games. Games with no meaning. But game one was supposed to be a meaning because that get that decides home court advantage. But and now the Celtics got home court. Draymond was not out there being that guy. No, he was Game two, he knows they can't lose at home. I got Draymond having a big game tonight. I do, I too. think Jordan Poole has a better game, but I think it's going to be partially because I don't think he sees the floor as much tonight. He's not putting up Derek White numbers. Ah, that's... He's not putting up Derek White. I don't know, man. I think we'll see. You'll see? I think but we'll see. Let's get into the Celtics now. Uh, Celtics... At the, they were felt good going into halftime, up by two, playing as bad as Jason Tatum did. That's what would scare me if I was a Golden State Warriors fan. Jason Tatum played the worst ball that we have seen him play in the playoffs, honestly, and he 
And they still came out with a W at Oracle. I like the way they controlled Jason Tatum from getting from the basket. Yeah. But you have to space the court more and give your defense more time to adjust, more time to make reads. But and I don't also I don't think Derek White's gonna be a twenty point per game guy. <laughs> I don't think that Al Horford's gonna be a twenty point per nope. game guy. But we both know that that's them games that Sean Levinson used to win for y'all. Yeah. Iggy and used to JaVale, win for y'all. JaVel used to win for y'all. Andrew Bogut. Andrew Bogut used to have for y'all. Them are games that Celtics have no reason to be winning or even in that game when Jason Tatum's shooting like that. Jalen Brown, magnificent in the fourth quarter. They said he touched the ball, I think it was for 12 of their points or something like that. He had 10 in the fourth quarter by himself, and like he facilitated for like 15 of it total. He was magnificent. Marcus Smart needs to score the ball a little bit more better is the Celtics have a better chance of winning because like you said you don't think Derek White can be that that I best basically third option of scoring you don't think Al Horford can either so Marcus Smart needs to step up not no hero ball like he was trying to do he almost shot us out the game um game set no what game was that against the heat yeah game no game seven when they, Jimmy Butler almost sent mm-hmm. it to overtime. Yeah, you're right. When he was trying to play hero ball. We don't need that. We need just great facility points off of you. When you're asked to score, score the dang ball. When it's not time, don't try. I think, honestly, the rest of your team has to step up. For them to beat Golden State, the rest of the and team the has to step is, up. And the thing is, Grant Williams haven't been shooting either. The rest of the team has to be the points. Marcus Smart's only sole priority right now I think needs to be clamping Steph to the best of his abilities. My that thing is, is the on only the thing you can hope on the for. pick and rolls. Celtics are going back when they're supposed to be stepping up on Steph Curry. That's why he got so heated at the beginning of the game. They were letting him come off the screen. Everyone knows once you come off that screen against Steph Curry, you're supposed to be on top of that as a big man or as another defender. You're not supposed to be stepping back and thinking that he's about to drive to the paint like they were doing. They were giving up that whole... They were giving that up the whole second half, the first half of the game. What makes me nervous, though, about that is for the Celtics, not for me personally because I got Golden State. Yeah. But I think they're going to try to step on Curry a lot more tonight, step up to him instead of t- taking a step back or preparing for him to drive. I think they're going to actually step to him on the baseline, probably try to run some doubles. And when they do that, it's going to open up Clay on the side, on the wing. I think it's going to open up Kevin Looney's post game a little bit more off switches. Do you, th- do you think- have faith in Kevin Kayvon Looney like that, though? No, but Kayvon Looney takes the easy baskets. Mm-hmm. And whenever you have so many other weapons on the offense... He can be a good facilitator. He's not a great athletic shooter, shooter. but he does have a pretty nice little post move. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that could be a game changer. I think if Andrew Wiggins can get hot on the wing, I think that's a game changer. Yeah. But it really, I think the best option for the Celtics, maybe what they've actually realized is they, letting Steph beat you yeah. by himself and just Locking, locking everybody up, else, else may be the only option. Yeah, and um, which, 
which I could see Steph going crazy again, but at the same time, I don't think Jason Tatum is going to have a bad game like he did also. I think Jason Tatum has a comeback game tonight. Mm -hmm. I still think Golden State wins this last game at home before they go to Boston. That's the um, that's when it's going to get very interesting. Game three is going to be the most interesting game, especially if they drop tonight. Yeah, because if they go to Boston in game one down o two, it's it's, it's yeah. seriously seriously bad. yeah. And if Celtics somehow pull out the miracle again in Oracle, which I have Celtics winning the series, I don't have them winning tonight. I have I have Warriors winning in a close. Toss-up match, probably by like eight or five. I see it's going to be a tit-for-tat game, but I feel like Warriors are going to come along. It's going to go one-one, and then back at home, Celtics. Like you told me, Celtics haven't been playing good at home, but also we both know it's hard. Just like it's hard playing in Oracle, it's always hard playing in Boston. Especially in a finals game when they want to raise an 18th banner. How I actually see this series going is I think that game one changed obviously a, yeah, changed is, is a lot. Celtics, but game two is going to go to Golden State. I think that game three is going to go to Boston. Game four to Golden State. And then is when you get into those toss-up games. Yeah. When you go back. Mm-hmm. Because then you have such a hard dynamic when it's 2-2 if they give up one more at home and go back to Golden State for game 7 it's crazy Ooh. I know I get what you're saying game 7 yeah if they go game 7 it, it it's gonna get serious but they have that they have that confidence in their coach what's his name oh uh, not Brad Stevens Adunka? I don't know what's his name is. I can't think of it either. But he has them playing stellar defense. And like we said, the number one defense versus arguably the top three, I'd say the best playoff percentage-wise, Warriors. Yeah. So it's, it's going to come down to who's going to play the better, at the end of the day, better defense in my opinion. Because we both know that they are tit for tat in each in each uh, position. So like I was talking about Jason Tatum, Andrew Wiggins, Clay versus Jalen, Marcus Smart, and Steph Curry. That's really the only matchup that you can say that Warriors is just gonna steamroll them every time. So that's why I say defense is gonna win the ball the the whole series, honestly, because. Wasn't Warriors held to what one hundred three? I thought it was one hundred seven to one twenty. Maybe it was one hundred three, one twenty. It was something like that. So that's ESPN hitting us up, uh, wanting us to create a podcast. <laughs> oh, Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder is planning to step down. That's good. Yeah. Finally, Jazz does something right. I mean, finally they can get someone in there. Dwayne Wade making the moves. Quinn Snyder uh, needs to come to Lakers. Nah, we got Daryl Hamlin. What about Dwayne Wade, owner slash head coach? I wouldn't like it. 
I don't no. feel like he would be a good coach. I, I think feel he like would. he he fits in that that Shaq and uh, he he would be a better commentator to me. Him on TNT with Shaq, that's that's nice. I like it, but there's so many commentators who yeah. are players. I want to see one player who is a phenomenal player go out there and be a phenomenal coach. It's hard. Like, it's very hard. I feel like there's definitely players who can do it. I think J- Jason Kidd is making a great example. I think he's but doing good. Isn't he a top 75 player of all time? Uh, I believe he was. I think he got his jacket. I don't uh, know for sure. I don't remember. And then... Uh, I think Chauncey Billups yep. could. Chauncey I wasn't he, a. I think he could uh, do better. I think he's just every team he gets put yeah. in a position with. I feel like is a team it's a going bad team. not in a good direction. I think eventually we'll see Tim Duncan as the head coach of the Spurs. That, I think that, that will could be really good. Happen. That think, will be really good. I think when Pop is kind of setting him up for that right now. Mm-hmm. Pop needs to retire. I agree. I think Pop. It's time for Pop to retire. He's already past his glory days. I feel like, well, him and Eric Spolstra, and that's, I think that's the, I'm trying to think of a third best coach that I can think of right now. Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr. Yeah, played. that's my top three quarterback. I mean, not quarterbacks. Quarterback. Oh Coaches. <laughs> yeah, man. But, yeah, them three. Ty um, <laughs> Tyloo, he, he was made by LeBron, bro. I'm sorry to tell you. Tyloo was made in Cleveland. He's a made man. We'll see how you feel about that next year with the Clippers. Uh, with Kawhi and PG back. They had a chance to make playoffs with PG. PG-13 yeah, looking like old PG-13. PG looks good. Yeah. PG, PG looks good. PG looks dominant. If Kawhi comes back dominant, and I think they add, instead of Reggie Jackson, maybe another... Oh, you don't like Reggie? I like him Goggles all right. Reggie? I like him all right, but I think you get a better, more explosive, young point yeah. guard. Maybe uh, somebody you try and develop through the season from the draft, or maybe even if there's like a Derrick Rose, potentially, in free agency. Derrick Rose? Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose. I haven't been this age since 2011. Derrick Rose, nah, he's, he's, been, he's been playing he's better. Been he's been This last part of his career, especially with the Timberwolves, he put up numbers. Nah, what I really wish was that 20, what year was that, 2017 when Isaiah Thomas, Derrick Rose, D. Wade on the Cleveland Cavs, that one. Oh, God, I wish that would have worked out. Yeah. Astonishing. That would have been amazing. I, I got you one. Lonzo Ball and to the Clippers. I could see that. That'd be interesting. That would be very that interesting. That would be interesting right there. That, that would be interesting. Uh, but yeah, man. Give me your top five players in the finals that are game changers. Like In this finals? Yeah. No like, question. Okay, so like your top five players that you think the game is going to swing in because of them. Just scoring or all all, all around? around. Steph, Steph. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, Steph number one. Steph, Clay, Draymond, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Not in that order. Oh, okay. But those five players. <laughs> okay. I thought she was putting them in that order. No, no. I was like, whoa. I would probably put, whoa. if it was in order, Clay would be last, Draymond would be fourth. Because Draymond's productivity to me is more important to this point than Clay's because there's so many other scoring options. Yeah. Uh, I would say Clay, then Green, and then Brown. And then you can 
flip a coin between Jason Tatum and, and Steph. Steph. Uh, I think I'm going to go with uh, number five is going to be Marcus Smart. I, I say Marcus Smart because he has such a... Uh, what what am I looking for? What is the word I'm looking for? Uh, high. He's look. He's, he's the got key. Very high output. Yeah, he has. A, he's the key to Garden Steph Curry, and he really does get that yeah. team fired up and get them fired up. Uh, I think I put Draymond number four. Um, Draymond. He's the engine of y'all team. He's the engine of the Warriors. If he gets hot. Which I think might happen game two. Mark my words, when James Draymond <laughs> starts shooting threes, your team's in trouble. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I feel like that could happen and then I'm going Jalen Brown number three. Because Jalen Brown, we seen in the fourth quarter that when he get hot, Clay can't guard that. Clay no. <laughs> can't guard him. No. And it's kinda bad. And then number two would be probably Steph Curry because the only reason I put Steph Curry right there is because that he got hot last game and his team didn't get over that hump without him. And then Jason Tatum, Celtics got past that hump without Jason Tatum playing good. So if Jason Tatum was playing good, (laughs) Stingwell, almost. But yeah, man. Uh, let's get into our underdog picks. <laughs> Look, All right, man. Let's get into our underdog picks. I know they're just sitting here waiting on us to get into them. All right. So for one slip. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. I want to. I got a few words to say. Underdog. We're looking for some sponsors, man. <laughs> We're looking for some sponsors. If y'all want to sponsor us anytime, you know DNG Sports, hit us up on Twitter, man. We always on Twitter. We always on TikTok. But that's all I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And for one slip we made, we made one slip together, and then we chose our own slips. Facts. So what you got for your first one, D? Uh, oh, are we doing the ones that we did together, or? Uh, well, we can do that one first. So uh, the ones that we did together? The first slip of the day, we're thinking Steph Curry over .5 three-pointers made. That's a given. given. Thank you, underdog. Yeah. We're going to take the dub on this one. Yes, sir. Draymond over 8.5 points because he is such a big-game player. We yes, think sir. he will be able to hit that mark. And then Grant, Grant Williams, Williams over 8.5 points, rebounds, and assists. Yeah. I feel like Al Horford's going to get a lot more coverage on him tonight, maybe potential some early fouls. And then Robert Williams obviously having injury problems. It's I think Grant it Williams, opens the door. Yeah. Grant Williams, kick that door down tonight, boy. Make me some money. <laughs> but uh, let's do the piece that we didn't so much agree on, uh, but we respect it, so... I got Grant Williams over five and a half points. I think I think he's going to shoot the ball pretty good tonight. He haven't had a breakout game in quite a bit. I think it was like game one versus Miami. So, um, Grant Williams, yeah. I think he's going to score over five and a half points. Uh, we can do yours. Once again, ESPN. Oh, <laughs> me. ESPN hitting us up. All right, for my first pick, I got Robert Williams going over seven and a half points and assists. Mm. Mm. 
That one, that one doesn't worry you. It worries me, <laughs> but it could definitely be a payoff easy pick. Yeah, I could see how. I could see how. Um, I got Marcus Smart. I think we both agreed on this one. Uh, Marcus Smart over four and a half rebounds. Uh, I think that's no debate. I think Steph Curry's gonna shoot the ball, and Marcus Smart being the hustler and the you know, the dog that he is, we think he's going to rebound the ball pretty good tonight. Because he only had, I think he had like three last game, but he usually averages around that four-ish range, five-ish range. So, yeah, man, he's a dog, and I feel like he's a scrappy player. He's going to grab them rebounds tonight. All right, so going to the number two pick, I got Steph Curry over 33 and a half points and assists. I see Steph the Chef Curry going for another 30-piece. I think probably six rebounds, okay. six assists. respect that. I respect that. Uh, I didn't put that one. I got tonight versus the Rivals. I got Draymond Green, um, 11.5 points, rebounds, and assists versus Jalen Brown. Bro, I'm, I'm rolling with your boy, Draymond Green. I, I feel it tonight uh, for Draymond, man. Uh, I have uh, the same pick on mine. Draymond, 11 and a half over, over Jalen Brown. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think we both agree on that one. Then, I think this one a little bit toss-up. It depends who you like better tonight. Um, Steph Curry, I got... <coughs> excuse me. I got Steph Curry in assist versus Jason Tatum. Uh, I feel like Jason Tatum is going to do a lot more scoring tonight, not a lot more passing tonight. So, I feel like Steph Curry, less scoring, more facilitating, and that's going to lead to more assists to Steph Curry at the end of the day. So, I have him over Jason Tatum. I have it going a little different. I have Jason Tatum 13 and a half over on rebounds and assists. Okay. I think that Jason Tatum is going to have a productive night on the boards. I see it though being more of like a twenty-seven, eight and six mm-hmm. or eight and seven type of thing. A lot of productivity all around, but not a huge overnight scoring. Because I do think that the Warriors are going to stick to the game plan a little more and just try to execute offense better. Because I think what they did shutting down Jason Tatum on a night where their offensive hot is hot would succeed, but they just they fell apart in the fourth quarter and they let yep. it destroy them. Yeah, man. Um, I think also, I think for my very last one, I have Clay Thompson in rebounds and assists versus Otto Porter. If Clay scunts up this one, I'm a fill a type of way. You're a starter, man. You get more minutes than him too. I mean, Otto Porter had a great game, first game. He shot like five for six from three or something like that. He he was good, but I don't have faith in Otto Porter because. Andre Iguodala is back, and they still have Andrew Wiggins. So, I mean, Gary Payton, Gary Payton might be coming back. So, I think Otto Porter's minutes is going to shrink, and they I might agree. run Kaminga come back yeah, in. Yeah, I agree. I have Clay Thompson over Otto Porter on rebounds and assists. Uh, no curve on that one, but I do think that Clay Thompson has the edge for sure. Yeah, fats, fats, fats. Ooh. Alright guys, and let us know who y'all thinks the winner tonight, man. I think I think it's going to be a close game, but I think it is going to be a game that the Warriors pull out on this one. Mm-hmm. Let us y'all know what y'all think, and uh, we're going to be posting a TikTok later, so... Yes, sir. Uh, well, y'all won't see it, actually. We keep forgetting that. 
Uh, well, they'll they'll see it if they follow us on TikTok. They'll see the TikTok. They'll yes, see the TikTok. They will, they'll see the, the podcast tomorrow. Yeah, the podcast. This is being recorded before the game on Sunday. Always. So Come on now. Y'all we'll know what this. time we post. But we, we will have a TikTok up before the game tonight calling a prediction on that, I do believe. So we'll yes, see you then. Yes, sir. And uh, one more thing I wanted to talk about today is next week we got a UFC pay-per-view. So, you know, I'm going to have Ooh. the predictions going. We got Glover Tashira versus Yuri Prohovska. Yuri Prohovska, who has been on a violent rampage <laughs> of knockouts just left and right the man is a menace he is huge for light heavyweight i love seeing this dude fight six foot two 80 inch reach glover is a amazing man i think <laughs> as a person glover Trashira is just a great guy i think that he's had a legendary career in the ufc i think he's had a legendary career overall in mma but i think he's gonna He's going to meet his match against Yuri. You think? He's just so dominant. I mm. think if they put John Jones in there against Yuri Prohovska, that would be one of the biggest fights I've ever seen. John Jones won't take that fight. He does not want that fight. He won't take I'm that fight, I'm telling you, man. if I think there's somebody at light heavyweight who would have a chance and who could go in there and potentially beat John Jones, no. it's Yuri Prohovska. There's no one in life that could beat John Jones. We would have to see on that one. <laughs> we would there's have no to see. one in life. Yeah, there is. You know no. what his name is? Who? John Jones. Nah, John he Jones beats himself wife. all the time. His wife. He don't have one anymore. <laughs> exactly. She left. That's uh, what I'm saying. Like, because he tried killing her. Yeah, like I and don't. She... I don't know if he. I don't recall that charge, but I've recalled <laughs> quite a few. And I, I'm not trying to hate on John Jones. I don't hate. Oh yes, you do. Like I mean, the man. You do hate him. The man's probably the most naturally. You like Danielle Cormier better than John Jones. John Jones. In every fight. John Jones is the most gifted. <laughs> Okay. And physically, just talented people I've ever seen compete in the UFC. But you did like Dan- Daniel Cormier. What I Daniel hate, Jones. yes, because I love <laughs> Daniel Cormier and what it, Daniel Cormier and what he stands for. But John Jones has been his biggest enemy his entire <laughs> career, and I just hate to see it because I, I think that he has the talent to be, no doubt, undisputedly the greatest of all time. Hey, they just need to go ahead and give him and Francis their money, bro. And because Francis, I heard, haven't took his contract. Well, he can't again. fight. And yeah. He has a torn ACL. He can't fight until the beginning of next year. And his contract ends at the beginning of the end of this year. So, so. what happens? I don't think we're going to see him fight anytime soon. I don't I know, know if that. we ever will. Do you think he, like, ever again? Um, I don't think we ever will. That's just a bold statement. Whoa! Because Tyson Fury and Ngannou, I believe they're going to box. I believe that is going to happen. He wouldn't have gotten hey, the ring with him if it wasn't. Jake Paul got a fight coming up in August. Ugh. We need to go. Let's not put that on we the podcast. We need to go. What? We're putting no. that on the podcast. No. Him and KSI both fight. I don't care. Different for cards. But Jake I, Paul's a draw. Come I, on now. I think he's a draw, and I think he, he knocked actually, out Tyrone Woodley. I think he does have some he boxing skills. The, he slipped the dog dookie out of Nate Robinson. He he absolutely has some punching skills. <laughs> You're a hero. And he, I think that he is a very actual. I think he's talented. I think he has a pretty strong right punch. Yeah, but slept him. He's not. Night, night. He's not championship level material. Not forty million dollars a year. He's making huge money because he already had a name. Bro, bro, Congratulations listen, 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 listen. to him, but he's just he, not on that level not, yet. You think he can beat Tommy Fury? Probably. 
Yeah. I, I mean, I, so, not, uh, not even probably. Yeah. I put my money on Jake. Let me not say probably. Let me say 50-50. I think they're both young prospect boxers. I think either one could do it. Uh, I just, I've seen more tape on Jake, but yeah. I've seen Tommy actually fight boxers and win. Those boxers didn't have impressive records, though. Jake Paul so, could knock out Ryan Garcia. No. Yeah. Well, yeah, because Ryan Garcia <laughs> fights at one. He had to think about Ryan Garcia fights at one thirty-five. <laughs> well, what do you, you expect? About? Ryan Garcia fights at one thirty-five. Jake oh, Paul's boom. probably before a weight cut, probably like one ninety-two hundred. Every bit. Nah. Yeah. Nah. He's got some size. Nah. He's one ninety-two hundred, guaranteed. You think? Yeah. Man, KSI gonna come with it though. I can't wait for that fight. KSI is the best YouTube boxer I've ever seen. He whooped Logan Paul twice. Yeah, now they have a drink together. Yeah, Prime, um, have you tried it? No. It's amazing. Yeah. It's at GNC right now. Yeah. I'll pick you up, man. Okay. I got some other, huh? Only way I'm going to try it. <laughs> they got this new ice flop. Anyways, bro, we need, <laughs> we'll wrap this thing up. But yeah, KSI, bro, send us tickets, man. Jake uh-huh. Paul, send us tickets. Yeah, plane tickets with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um, pay for our stay, man. And we'll we'll cover the whole fight. We'll be our commentators, everything. Well, no, backstage. Backstage. No. I, got, I got work, homie. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. It's been another great podcast of GNG Sports. Make sure y'all follow us at DNG Sports on Twitter, on TikTok, man, on Spotify, Amazon. Amazon. We on Apple Music now. We on everything. Hey, but it's been your boy D. It's been your boy G. We out, man.